When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. Rock's not dead, it's just hiding and you found it. Yeah! Hi, you sound like Aaron Camaro. I'm the most popular host on this show. I hear myself on it every week. Apparently, yeah. I find this show to be quite hilarious. You do. You laugh all the time. It's like sometimes I'm listening to it, and then I catch myself, and I say, am I laughing? And I go, no, that wasn't funny. But on the show, I find it hilarious. Yeah, on the show, you it, seem it to... It messes me up. You seem to laugh at the worst jokes possible. Yeah, it's weird. I think we're going to start doing that with our show. Check this out. Hey, Chris, why did Vince Neil cross the road? Why? To get to the other side. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. See, even the worst jokes, it's perfect. Yeah, that, that wasn't funny at all. Okay, well, great. That's my point exactly. So we're here to uh, congratulate Cobras and Fire on 200 episodes of uh, Time Wasted. Yeah, you know, I was just reading a thing today that said like 53.8% of all podcasts, they don't make it. You know, they mm-hmm. they end up dropping off. You know, only the best survive. And for some reason, this show has survived also. So, so there's an exception to the there's rule. There's exceptions to oh, the rule. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't understand why, but here we are. Yeah, well, I, I actually listened to two episodes of this show today. You all right? You going to be okay? Well, I, I kept hearing you laugh. It was getting pretty annoying. But um, <laughs> Yeah, just like that. Oh, God, it's like you're in the room. Um, uh, but, yeah, they uh, they did their top five. And, and, and of course, you know, I think 200 episodes of, of praising Danko Jones. I'm only assuming that they talked about Danko Jones and Ron Keel and maybe a little bit of the Weezer. Yeah, Weezer, and they. And I don't know if I heard anything about Weezer on that. Although, although uh, they, the Weezer, the Weezer. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's like David LaRoth. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. You get it. See, we do listen to the show. They did surprise me this year. They actually said something negative about the Glorious Sons. I never expected that to happen. Hmm. You know, they seem to swing from their nuts pretty heartily. Um, I don't know. What do we want to say about Cobras and Fire? So, I mean, we're kind of responsible for this. We are, you know, the the heads of the Decibel Geek podcasting network. It's our responsibility to come on to the Cobras and Fire show on their 200th episode and apologize to all the listeners all over the world Yeah, for bringing them to you. And for continuing to give them material to, to use so they have a show each week. Are you reading that off of Wikipedia? I am. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I mean, 
Did you know that you know in uh, nine, you know August fifth, nineteen eighty seven, you know Loose Cannon actually tried to feel a girl's boob. Oh wow! And she smacked him in the face. Good try. I didn't read that on Wikipedia at all. No, no, okay. I just knew. So I think you know in honor of Cobras and Fire, I myself, Tobacco, will raise this cold Coors Light, and for you, Chris, to toast Devin, I think you should crack open that uh a double snooty ipa well i was gonna say that pumpkin spice latte ipa you've got over there how'd you know well some people's tastes are the same yeah we are weird we are like the mirror like the devon yes and you're the baco i don't know how we should feel these assholes ripped us off (laughs) we'll see you guys in court Oh, man. So there you have it. You guys, congratulations on 200 episodes. Give us a call when you get to 400, and then then we can talk. But for now, keep up the great work. Yeah. Love you guys, and piss off. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. of Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Loose Cannon. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Loose Cannon, joined with Baco. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined by the effervescent and always top five, Loose Cannon. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Loose Cannon, along with the non-existent Baco. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. Once again, I am most definitely not... Loose Cannon. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco. Uh, you know me mainly as a true New Yorker, but I am joined as always <laughs> by the enigmatic uh, Loose Cannon. Loose, how are you tonight? I am well. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Loose Cannon, and I am joined as always with the thunder and the lightning, Baco. How are you, sir? I am well, Loose. How are you this evening? Hey, man. Do I even know you, bro? Man, that goes back almost 200 episodes. It really does. It really does. Let me ask you something real quick. When you messaged me uh, at the start of this whole thing after you, you you came up with this genius idea of the Cobras and Fire podcast, is this was this your plan? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I decided that I would reach out to a man online that I enjoyed some of his articles on Decibel Geek. And I thought, you know, the, mini- the, the minimum I want from this interaction is going to be 200, <laughs> the, the, is, is 200 episodes. 
episodes of talking uh, across state lines in my basement and taking all that away from my family, countless hours editing, <laughs> doing the show, uh, not focusing on my career overall, losing income, and, uh, and you know, basically uh, uh, not going to, to, to be as healthy as, as I was before. And, uh, and yeah, this is exactly what I was looking for. I, I know I really enjoyed the first time we recorded, and, but I was—I will have to admit—I was a bit put off when you sent me that uh, uh, the basically a contract that uh, required me to do at least uh, 198 more. <laughs> uh, at that point, then we could talk about we could renegotiate. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you want, you want to come back again, you owe me 198 more. <laughs> this is unpaid. I like yeah. how you talk about it too, like you know, time away from your family. I'm like, yes, time away from my family. <laughs> you know, like, this is like, I'm sorry, family, but uh, Daddy's going down to the basement. <laughs> That's right. Y'all need to go to bed. Oh, oh man, man. I mean, I, I mean, I can. There's definitely a through line of everything that's gone wrong since since I've met you. Oh, wow. I was going to say something nice about you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Throw it back at me, bro. Well, I will tell you this. I do have some very touchy-feely crap I'm going to hit you with towards the end of the oh, the episode. God. So if you want to get a box of Kleenex ready because uh, uh, tears are going to flow. Uh, okay. but uh, So I won't get no. too heavy on this. But one of the things that, that over the time that, that we've done the show that I really appreciated about you because you have become... I'm a trusted friend and confidant in my life. And all seriousness, you're 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 one of the people that 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 I trust with with so many things that are important to me in life. So I, I thank you for that. But but as far as our relationship, I know you've been asked, and I've definitely been asked. Like you guys are, are so different. You, you must fight all the damn time. And I think the thing I appreciate about you and our relationship the most is that we're very kindred in one thing. We'll have heated debates. We'll we'll argue oh, yeah. even off air about the show and all this stuff. But when it comes to – we've never once had an argument about anything important. You know, I mean – it's it's just it's nice that I have that comfort that I never have to worry about like the fact that you know you got pissed off at me about uh, a McMars joke and that's somehow gonna affect our our friendship or anything like that. It's never like that. It like literally like all the like because you know our show is is a show. But we've become friends and we we have lives and things things have have happened in the last four years that we've had to, you know, like, is everything okay, that kind of stuff, without getting into details. It just knows that when, when, when something was really serious and it really mattered, things were taken care of, and, 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 and we've never really had that kind of discussion that was negative. We've never had a fight that seemed like a fight. It always seemed like kind of a, like two guys getting hammered, yelling about rat. Or well, that, that is what we do. Can I summarize my uh, my analysis of my relationship with you? Is it going to be eh, not that bad? <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, I'll, that's a great summary because that's one of the many jokes that you've taken from me and made your own now. What do you mean I took that joke? That's mine. That is my line. Roll the tape. Go back. I was the first person who said eh. Not that bad. And then all of a sudden you're like, I like that. That is now mine. I'm going to say it at dinner in my family. See, here we are arguing, and it really doesn't matter. Oh God! Next thing I'm next next thing you're gonna do is, is say that uh, that I stole your Bobby doll bass jokes. Come on, <laughs> that's another one. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll, to be fair, but yeah, you can have that one. 
Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> you let me you, you, you let me have the bad ones. Okay, so uh. so yeah, I, I would say yes, yes. The, this is the stuff that the arguing about minutia. I mean, who else besides the listeners, uh, the listeners and us care about the things we're talking about? Nobody, nobody I work with or in a family with. <laughs> no, if you would have these conversations that we have about the ridiculous crap that that the inside baseball, if you will, of the music industry. I, thank God there's somebody I can talk to about this. I know because it's it's fun, and the people want to actually want to listen to it. That's what's even crazier. Oh uh, no, it, uh, it it is the the show has grown uh, exponentially. So much. Yeah, exactly, and. I, I'm actually very proud of the progress we've made, in spite of the fact that we've only become probably more comfortable with being jackasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but jackasses, lovable jackasses, with transparency at the Culberson Fire. <laughs> we definitely at the have that. Fire <laughs> headquarters. You know exactly our opinion. If we are going to interview somebody, we are going to fuck with them. We still love them. Yeah. Yes? Or we yeah. don't love them. And honestly, most of them love it. Yeah. I, 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 you, I think that's one of the we, cool things, too. I mean, that, that's been a surprise and, uh, that, that to find out that these people actually prefer, like, an interesting interview. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. If you want an interview that's basically a verbal press release, you go to Canada. Oh my god Well hey I I have some 200 things Though uh, that we can kind of like use As as a way to kind of measure What it means to actually achieve uh, 200 episodes are you ready for these Bring that that Minnesota math all go. right, yeah. So Minnesota, oh, we haven't get, we haven't touched on Minnesota math in a while. Mm, uh, yes. So maybe Sunny Puni can chime in. Me, um, me, me, me. Uh, anyway, if if every episode was one pound, we would be slightly heavier than the average adult male kangaroo. You're saying that a kangaroo is just 200 pounds? Well, the average male weighs up to up to 190 pounds, and they're fantastic jumpers. I'm going to say that sounds off. I mean, I always think each one of those legs is at least like 75 pounds alone. I mean, the the, the pure mass and muscle strength that those kangaroos have. <laughs> plus, plus, also, they they got the pouch, and they're throwing around they're on that, that little Well, these are male kangaroos, so no pouch. Hmm. Yeah, it is, is that- weird, though, with the advent of, like, uh, like, YouTube and that stuff. I had no idea that so many kangaroos were basically cut like a bodybuilder. <laughs> they're ripped. You remember that 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 whole video about that? You ever see that video with that guy's like yeah shit <laughs> boxing with kangaroo? <laughs> and the kangaroo like actually like gets up and like come come at me, bro. <laughs> and the guy does. And the kangaroo's fuck. I didn't see that coming. You know what? I think we have a new movie, The Bro Roo. <laughs> How about like Dragon Bro has a a, a, a kangaroo bro? <laughs> but now, I mean. Okay, so two hundred pounds. All right, I, well, I but also it would be uh, we two hundred pounds would be one and one quarter keg of beer. Now a keg of beer is sixteen gallons, they say, uh, okay. and but actually you end up only getting fifteen point five. I don't understand how they come up with that. No, there's the foam. <laughs> the, it's but, the foam. <laughs> yeah, it's the foam factor. Yeah, it could be. How many gallons again? Well, sixteen gallons is a keg, like, but you know, fifteen okay. and a half. All right, so 16, let me grab this here. I would like to know how many kegs of beer each of us 
have had since we started this. this let me let me grab this little uh, Google uh, calculator here. Okay. okay while while so, you're calculating, I'm gonna make I'm gonna speculate. I'm gonna say seven kegs in Minnesota and three asshole kegs in Colorado. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. All right. Higher I think we drink the same amount of alcohol. I just drink more beer. Yeah. Your keg, $70 per keg. My keg, $700 a keg. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta milk that fucker. <laughs> All right. So we got, uh, okay, so 16 gallons is equal to 2,048 ounces. So I'm going to divide that by 12, and that is basically 170 cans of beer. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. 200 episodes. That's less than one. We've had three kegs each, minimum. At least, yeah. I was probably pretty close to my seven and three. Wow. Wow. I, I wonder if when they I think they I start... have a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I'm just imagining just that, just like us, like almost like an IV of, of beer from the keg, just from the, from day one, just it, it flowing into us. But but I would say I would love to see like a, a <laughs> podcaster starter kit. Here's your microphone, blue mic, or your mixing board, and here's three kegs of beer. Make sure to restock this in three and five years. <laughs> and for you, if you're in Minnesota, add another two to three <laughs> kegs. Oh, that is amazing. And that's not even counting the the, the, the creative uh, 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 teamwork we've done off mic in like the Rocket Pod Expo. I think that's an actually Oh yeah, another, no doubt. Yeah, I mean that's at least a, that's at least a pony keg. Oh yeah, exactly. And yeah, you know, uh, 8 gallons or 7.5. Uh <laughs> But uh no, moving oh, on. Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah? I want to know how many how many um uh kegs uh how many kegs in 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 dog kegs would that be? Oh, that would be you you take the number of kegs divided by 7 and then Take that number and multiply that by seven. All right. I have to use the uh, the new math my kids learn right now. So oh, well, okay. Then continue. Okay. Now, if every episode was one dollar, meaning we'd have two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. you could buy a pair of Uggs. <laughs> that's your go-to for the measurement. Is <laughs> Uggs? All, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> well, I, I can say that for two hundred dollars, I could spend that in a turntable, still another hundred dollars, and still not have a stylus that returns to its home at the end. You motherfucker! You got that? You motherfucker! You got that? You motherfucker! Uh, I'm sure Craig Smith is gonna love that 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 reference. Uh, you motherfucker! <laughs> well, one last one for you. If every sure. episode was a foot, twelve inches. You mean a Tommy Lee? Exactly. So if 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 every episode equaled the one Tommy Lee, we would be taller or longer, depending on how you want to say it, uh, than the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Is that how you like to say it? Yeah, pizza. Yeah, that's how uh, <laughs> Homer Homer Simpson says pizza. Oh, <laughs> uh, but fuck, man, two hundred episodes. Uh, look, I, I'm very proud of what we accomplished on this. Uh, especially when you listen to the early episodes, it's amazing that we got this far. <laughs> no kidding. But but I will say too is that. My whole thing about this, when we got to, or I realized we we're going to be recording 200, because for whatever reason, the last 10, I've been looking at it and been like, holy shit, 191. There's something about like looking at that, like the landmarks. And I thought, oh my God. My question is, how far are we going to take this bit? <laughs> I mean, are we going to take it another 30 years? Are we going to be 75 and you uh, uh, 81 um, um, at, at the time? And are we going to, are we going to be at the, the Mick Mars uh, Memorial uh, retirement home that we should by the have way, our own fu- wing at that point. <laughs> by the, the Mick Mars uh, Memorial uh, Retirement Home was founded in 1984, just so you know. But the um, but the point being is fact. that are we going to be? Yes, fact. 
But are we going to be those guys playing checkers in the, uh, you know, in the gazebo? Because I think gazebo has good acoustics. And we're actually doing our, our podcast at the same time, yelling and shaking our fist <laughs> at kids. Shaking your, you particularly, shaking your fist. We can actually be called the fist shakers. We can see cobras and fist shakers. And we can be there yelling at children, going by, and you saying, like, and you podcasting, in my day, look at these kids. I walked around for perfect acoustics with a turntable strapped to my back with a pair of can headphones, and I would walk slow because I had respect for the music. I didn't want it to skip. I wanted the full. <laughs> I, this, this not even mastered for vinyl. And you're walking around. And Vic Ruiz chimes in with a 18 paragraph response that uh, <laughs> sort sort of contradicts me. <laughs> <laughs> He's just typing angry in his retirement home. I mean, all the podcasts. Can you right, imagine? Actually, right. He's starting to type his response right now that we'll get in 30 years. <laughs> All I have to say too is, I love you, is it like, oh, we love you. Yeah. But uh, and, and by the way, check out decibelgeek.com Completely. Oh yeah. Revamp the website. Nice loads, job, Vic. It actually loads, and uh, you can read it on mobile without uh, having your head explode. But, no, seriously. <laughs> but, but, nice but, but hold on, on back to the retirement home thing. Yes, you know how please. like bands do their own cruises. Yeah, we're, we're gonna be like uh, uh, we're gonna have the Cobras and Fire retirement home experience, and so like while we're recording, you know, we'll be living in the same retirement home with Bill Elam. We'll have Jason Kearney there. These yeah. guys will have their family. Todd Cunningham. You know, I mean, maybe even Eric Miller from Pods and Sods will be there. You know, who knows? You know, we'll just yeah. all be hanging out, still arguing about music and uh, saying stupid shit, but. That would be great, wouldn't it? A retirement home of of, of podcasters and the actual listeners. <laughs> that way, we don't actually have to get up and post anything online or. Anything. No, <laughs> it's just, we just go. It's all it's old school. It's like vaudeville, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, just every day in the courtyard, we just get up and yell like crazy people. We just have people <laughs> sitting sitting down uh, in the, uh, like you see like those cults where people are sitting Indian style, just just watching us doing yoga. Morning yoga while while we yell. <laughs> People are stretching. We're like, you guys trying to relax? How can you relax? Can you imagine? Quiet Riot comes out with mental health and they follow it up with QR3. <laughs>
This is Jumpin' Gene Simmons of the rock group KISS. Congratulations are in order to Luce and Baco. Baco? Baco? Is this one of those FM morning zoosh things? Okay. Uh, wake up, sleepyheads. This is Gene Simmons of the Rock Group. Kiss. Congratulations to everyone over at Cobras and Fire. 200 episodes. Congratulations. You know, I understand that when some people listen to your show, they go, Jesus, anyone can do this. So you probably inspired someone to do something. So I can see that you're monetizing your show so that's good the uh t-shirts and the merch that's good i see that you're being wise and fiduciary with your due diligence i just like to say cobras and fire that's a band that i managed for what six months or something like that i wonder whatever became of them anyway so go to genesimmonsvault.com Catch us on the end of the road tour. Uh, come see how the big boys do it. And uh, this gets exhausting after a while. Congratulations, Cobras and Fire, Baco and Luce. Sounds like a fun date. You both would be very popular in prison. <laughs> said that we only argue about things that don't matter uh but the reality is that music is what we're typically arguing about uh at least in relation to the show and stuff like that it it, it music really does matter it really is important to both of us i know music has been there for the highs and lows in all of my life and it really is a soundtrack to me like every day it just it 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 really matters to me what, what what music is around me at almost any get-together. And it's it's got to be the same for you. Oh, absolutely. Drink. Here's the thing, though. 
I'm not a musician, and I know there are only 12 notes that a man can play. But somehow, <laughs> somehow, there's the, the, the creativity, the, the, the whole thing about the, the perfect synergy of a band getting together, all those elements. I can't even fully wrap my mind around it, but yes, it is extremely important. And it's not just a, a this is an important part of my life that's connected to. There's something about it yeah. that... that Right? I mean, but, it's hard, but I can't really – for me, because I'm not – unlike you who, who does – who is a musician, I can't really express what it is. I just know it's there. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think I, I recognize that in, 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 in our relationship pretty early on that like it, it resonated with you. It mattered to you like uh, in certain kind of things. I got to believe when you go to parties, you, you want a certain sort of uh, oral ambiance – to kind of almost like, like I said, Ooh. to me, a oral, lot of is stuff, that oral with an is that O R A L or A U? <laughs> it's A U. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> or O R. Or both. both. <laughs> Depends on what kind of movie you're watching, but either way, it's a soundtrack, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, it is, and and I gotta tell you, this is my public service announcement. This is a C and F P S A. Let me tell you, people. I am pretty sure that our listeners have never done this, but it is a crime against humanity to ever do this, to ever e- invite anybody into your I was going to say, I, you're definitely not talking about masturbation. <laughs> no. Okay. The, the, what I'm talking about is you invite people to your home, you have a party, any kind of social gathering. I don't care what you're serving for food. I don't care what your <laughs> setup is. If you do not have, and I don't care if it's, if, if it's Lil John playing in the background okay you I, better I have care if it's that okay uh, but i'm saying that that i even give those people that have really shitty music playing <laughs> credit to those that don't have a fucking song or any music playing in the background at a party it is the most uncomfortable social situation for me to be in is a music fan or a human being to even to even have that here, I've got all this stuff. Let's just have dead silence in the background. Can we have can we have not even white noise? How about you have those things that you fall asleep to in your rooms? Just play one of those things in rotation that has the little uh, the 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 rain in the background. Yeah, I don't get it. I have had people. I had a conversation with somebody that I'd known for years, and he said this in conversation. You know what? I don't get concerts. I'm like, what do you mean? Just a bunch of people standing around listening to music boring I've never talked to that person again (laughs) I've had so many social situations I've gone to it and he is one of these people that never has music playing in their home I am to the point where this is where how I am how much I'm obsessed with music I have playlists for certain social gatherings at my home curated and I am only comfortable when I have those in there and and that's how important it is to me And, and I just that's it I'm done with that little rant, but my point is, do you know what I'm talking about when you've gone to a situation? It doesn't matter, good music, oh, bad music. It's a, so no music a, a no music situation is the worst. Yeah, and you ever notice that, like, too? Like, those happen to also be the parties that, like, there's all sorts of, like, weird, awkward silences. Like, it's like almost like music stimulates conversation and movement. Right. Uh, and, and like movement inspires thought and gets the blood flowing and gets blood flowing to your brain. It's all connected if you think about it. Uh, you just feel better when, when stuff's happening. But I definitely know people that like they they wouldn't know the difference between music being played or not being played. And also people that like don't 
I don't understand concerts. You just spend all this money and then you just you stand there. You know, but, uh, but, right? But I'm saying, like in general, like a, a, having a party is a mood. That's part of the mood of it. You're oh, cre- of course. This, you're yes. creating this envi- You're creating this environment, and that comes to like p- planning a party. You can, you have all these other elements. Where how could you not think of music as one of those elements? It doesn't matter what thing you set up for, for for your your gathering. So. Anyway, so it's that's pretty just, much the first thing I consider. Right, it's the first thing you have to have. And I'm saying, when you don't have music, that's essentially an entire party of needles being scratched off the record, where they have that, and somebody says like, and that's when I uh, uh, did asphyxiation when I finished off last night. You motherfucker! You know what I mean, like that's that's essentially the entire party of silence. Uh, 100% on board. Uh, I think, and I guarantee this is going to be some of our listeners. We're not going to have a hard time convincing them that this is no, something that matters. We're, so. we're, preach, we're preaching to the, uh, you know, whatever, the choir, the, what is it? The choir. Yeah. You yeah, see, the yeah, choir. Right. The, the audience is our choir. Well, this seems like a good time to point out that we're kind of doing a two-episode thing here. Not only is it our 200th episode where we're basically uh, sucking our own cocks, uh, it's also Christmas time, baby. We got some presents. You want to open the first present? <laughs> I just need to correct you, though, and uh, maybe you can fix it in this post. It's actually second or on Adams. <laughs> oh, it's Saturday night. <laughs> hey! Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. Twisted sister, for God's sakes. So let's open some presents. Yes. All right. Uh, well, the, we got a package here from Jason Kearney, one for you. And one for me. Do you want to? You take the lead. Why don't you open yours first? I'll open mine. Oh, sure. Yes. Uh, this is straight from Reno, from uh, from Jason Kearney. Let's see here. By the way, uh, I had one of the beers he recommended, but I'm not sure how it can be sold anywhere. It's called Reno is Reno as fuck is the actual beer. That's what it says on the beer can. Is this, what do you think does it say as fuck or af? No, it actually just it says as fuck. No, okay. no, no. Uh, you know, little. Uh, apostrophe or anything like that yeah i'm sorry they don't sell it at my church <laughs> they don't use that as the as the normal source of communion <laughs> listen way, i know that in my church you know they my church is drunk as fuck <laughs> can you imagine communion they go like they have like gluten-free wafers now they're like you can have uh. you can have the wine you can have your, uh, your your little grape juice, or you can have a swig of Reno as fuck. That's, that's how, by the way, the gluten-free wafers is how Jesus got to your wife. <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to open up my present from Jason Kearney, supporter for almost day one of the show. Yes. Let's take a look here. All right. Looks like it's a uh, book. It's called Karma Putra. Fifty-two mind-blowing ways to take up to take a poop. Thank you, Jason. Oh, nice. Uh, well, hopefully, there's, uh, hopefully, with... hopefully, there's lots of pictures and diagrams too. Uh, well, uh, mine looks like a book too. Let's uh, hopefully uh, with that. I can't imagine what he got. I mean, hold on a second here. All right. So uh, let's see what Jason got me. It is, of course, it, it is a book. Um. So people say you're an asshole. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> what? Thank you, Jason. Oh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, turn it to turn to the back end page cover. Do you have a ticket to the Poison Motley Crew and Def Leppard and Joan Jett tour? Ooh, I do. Yeah, nice. right. Bonus. I'm sitting in six fifty. Where are you sitting? I'm in uh uh five seventy five. 
Hmm. So we're sitting okay. alone. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Podcast, I, I I'm I'm very proud of it. It's uh, it's been moderately successful. Uh, kind of like uh, I think one of the first jokes I made about another podcaster was that uh, uh, I think Eric Miller I called him a uh, moderately attractive man. Uh, sure, we're a moderately attractive uh, podcast. But on that note, this show has actually brought a lot of, a lot of other people into both our lives that uh, we've actually, you know, I'm pretty proud to call friends and, and things of that nature. But one of the best things about podcasting is that. There is a real community of support where people will like will will guest on each other's shows. We'll talk about each other, and will will be resources for you know other programs that might reach out to us at another point too. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah, I mean there there's uh, there's countless shows I listen to only because they sound like ours now. <laughs> nice. We've had an influence, right? There's a lot of new noise out there. Well, I, I would like to take a moment to, to list off some of the shows that I that I listen to uh, and pay attention to, just to share some of the love, if, if that's all right. You can add any that I miss, all right? Sure. Ages of Rock is a, a show that I've started listening to a lot more, uh, I think, in the last year. Uh, I, I love the show Cobras and Fire. Have you ever heard of that one? <laughs> Cobras and fire, sex in your headphones, cobras and fire, while work or at home, on a mission for to say rock and roll, for the rock and rollers, there's cobras and fire, cobras and fire, rock's not dead, cobras and fire, you just found it my friend, on a mission for to say rock and roll, for you rock and rollers. 
That's the one I listen to the most. Of course, Decibel Geek. Uh, they, they basically are responsible for this shit show. Uh, Disciples of the Watch podcast. I like the Drinking Bros. Growing Up Rock. I Love It Loudcast. In Obscuria is a new one. That's uh, that that guy, Kevin Williams, uh, that we uh, met. He bought us a beer there uh, back yes. in Nashville. Uh, but his Appreciate show uh, is actually really good. Uh, uh, I, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> uh, Julian Gill, of course, the eloquent, the jolly old pip at the Kiss FAQ podcast. If you, uh, look, I, I think I've made it clear. I The only Kiss podcast I listen to regularly is a Kiss Room. But uh, the Kiss FAQ podcast, when they have, when Julian's interviewing someone, I almost always listen to. But sometimes they, they'll, they'll be talking about a record that I want to listen to or whatever. But... All sorts of good nuggets coming out of there. Uh, podcast on the left, which uh, Craig Smith threw me. You on motherfucker! Um, apparently, they're becoming a Spotify exclusive podcast, which is kind of a bummer. Podcast, of course, with uh, Ken Mills, and he's of course got pop with him and uh, Christine, the Button Queen, uh, who also got us a present, by the way, coming up. I love ProFootballTalk.com. Is it okay to talk about non-rock ones? Uh, yep. All right, Ricky Rockman's Cat House. I've been a subscriber since he's been on our show. Rock Solid with Pat Francis. Rock and or Roll, and of course, the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Rock Strikes 10. The Shout It Out Loudcast is another KISS podcast that suddenly got on my radar. Their first couple episodes didn't do it for me, but they've really kind of found their groove, and they kind of got that snarky attitude towards KISS, but also celebrate it at the same time I like. Talk to me, of course. Uh, I love and you hate. Have you checked out Lewis's Serious Question, the 500 with Josh Adams? He basically does a weekly episode of uh, based on the, the 500 greatest albums of the list that Rolling Stone did. He's counting down from 500. Huh. All right. Well, no, I've I only listen to the one. records that I care about. But uh, he did Kiss sure. Destroyer with uh, who's that roast guy on uh, on Comedy Central? Oh Jesus! I know who you're talking about, but the the main guy, the uh, bald uh, comedian. Uh, I, yes, I know who you're speaking of. Uh, anyway, uh, Dan Patrick show, of course, the Joe Rogan experience. Uh, I've been listening to the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man since we met him. Pods and Sods, of course, is uh, basically uh, some of my idols. Going to be seeing Craig Smith soon, and nice. uh, uh, Tramps like us with Lee McCormick. Uh, of course, he's probably banging some chick right now. But once he's off the switch, <laughs> hopefully he'll uh, maybe maybe he'll be listening to us while he's doing it. And of course, I do like the Mark Marin show, but it really depends on who he's interviewing. Did I miss yeah. any? What do you want to say? No, that pretty much covers it. I mean, uh, I'm not sure if you uh, know know Lee McCormick's uh, sidecast is called Squish. <laughs> it fucking should be. But uh, but no, let me, I'll tell you about you listen. Hey, so by the way, many, it's not a sidecast; it's a side action. Okay, sorry. If you listen to, to all that those that huge list of podcasts, you're like, how can you even absorb that much? You know, you can listen to some episodes. You can listen to all the episodes. You're, you're commuting, your things like that. But it is amazing the amount of content that's out there from people that just want to provide, that have a passion for whatever their podcast focus is, that's providing that to you, to your ear holes. And so there's something for everybody out there. That, that's a pretty comprehensive list. I will say for comedy aspect, if you if you liked Anchorman, they have the Ron Burgundy podcast, which I find hilarious too. That's been out for like the last year. If you want some comedy, uh, I will say this: like, like our show is basically one hour a week. 
and and I mentioned that because that's why there's room for everybody. That's why we all benefit from being positive and not being some dickhole up in Canada, uh, you know, being pissed off and butthurt about shit and uh, not not being two, uh, three dudes uh, eating and uh, complaining about Kiss while they claim to love Kiss for two hours every friend. week. We should be together on this. We can all support each other. There is time for everybody out there to listen to the shows they want to listen to. It's not like if you listen to us for one hour a week, you can't listen to any other show. There's there's all sorts of other hours in the day that you can listen. So that's why it's beneficial, and that's why I love the community. That's why I love that Rock and Pod brought all that stuff together, and and uh, it's just made a, a lot of friendships for me. Exactly. It is amazing that that uh, it's called community. In other words, we're all together, people. We're all peep together, united in basements and microphones, I don't talking about friend. shit that doesn't really fucking matter to the masses together. The point is together. If you are on the outside of the community, then you will not grow and you will not succeed overall. I will tell you that. Your time will end. Well, on, th- on the note of things that don't matter, <laughs> you got kind of cryptic there. Uh, on, 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 on the note of things that don't matter, we have a present from Bill Elam. Um, oh, good. I'm going to open the card here. Hold on. It just uh, it just simply says Happy Crimble, Luce and Baco, and uh, Ooh, for nice. some reason Crimble. the card is shaped like a penis. Um, okay, all right. All right, so I'm going to open the box here. This is apparently for both of us. It's, it's a pretty small package, though. <laughs> Got a joke there for Tommy Lee? It doesn't suck. No, that's good enough. Oh, it's a gift certificate. Ooh. Uh, apparently he rented a it's it's for a double a double bay cruiser rental for, for us to record an episode on. And uh our our the boat captain is gonna be Tom Hey, it's gonna be Tommy it Lee. Doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna yeah, we gotta make him honk the horn, right? Obviously. <laughs> Enough gas for one boat, <laughs> two tow straps to drag the other two. I'm not sure what that means. I, I think that has to do with the uh, the kiss. Uh, uh, performance. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, nice, Bill. Thank you. And it's containing the R8. Oh, yes, it does because it's like uh, the, 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 the straps are tied to a, a, a whatever containing our eight top fans from our Facebook page. Uh, and of course, we get free Cusano Caesar salads for us and our guests. Oh, well, there's one box here, Luce. Maybe you should open this. What is this? Oh, nice! It's a uh, four packs of White Claw to wash it all down. <laughs> Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. I need one I of those t- right now. Hold on, White Claw. <laughs> Ain't no law. Thank you, Bill. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays.
think music mattered more in my life than it did when I was going through puberty. Well, of course not. Did you ever make a mixtape for a girl? <sighs> oh, yeah. I had to have done at least a couple times, throwing it out there, thinking I was, it was a good bait, right? Man, it never worked. <laughs> no, it really didn't. And for prom, I actually made, I actually labeled the tape, sure fuck. And it, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I might even. I should see if I can. If I can, I, I have a box of all my old cassettes. If that fucker's in there, I'm gonna take a picture of it and throw it on the Facebook group. Hold page. on for a second. You gave the tape. No, 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 to no, the no, girl no, no, no. This, said sure, sure, fuck. <laughs> that's a valid question. No, okay. I did not hand my prom date a tape that said sure, fuck mixtape. <laughs> what I did is I made a tape. That I labeled sure fuck mixtape, and that fucker was in my car the whole time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm happy to say that uh, it was not successful. <laughs> it worked as good you. as every other mixtape I made. The problem is every time I made a mixtape, as much as I wanted it to be like this connection, right? It, it, too many, too much of my personal taste influenced it. In other words, sure. it would just be like a mishmash of like these songs are awesome and not really. <laughs> <laughs> any any real like effort to connect with the person as an individual. I was just horny and I like these songs and I think we could fuck while listening to these songs was how I made my mixtapes. I don't know about how about you? I, I can tell you right now that I, I made some uh <laughs> like bur- burnt C D though for my wife. For my wife, when I was dating, that I can tell you this much. Right now, when you just mentioned the whole thing about your influences and doing this, it was a pretty good mix, I think, except for no apparent reason. I decided to slam, come on and love me. But guess <laughs> in there. It's almost like an, instructional ma- an instruction manual. Please tell me she was born in July. Nope. Hmm. Bummer. Basically, I don't think that any of my mixtapes were ever successful. Uh, one, one, these, the, the one I just described did not destroy anytime you make those it's basically like hey man or hey woman in that case <laughs> yeah. i'm a cool guy that knows a bunch of deep tracks and i i'm gonna throw some ballads in there but i'm gonna throw some rockers in there too and i hope you like tool i mean the mixed mixtape mixtapes are kind of fucked up right yeah <laughs> i will because the people who make them are really into music they're trying to communicate two things that that are not uh they don't sync well one right I really want to have sex with you. And the other being like, I really dig these tunes. <laughs> and maybe on, the, on that end, talk about the whole sex thing is that, that maybe it's a little too overt when you put Tool's uh, track Prison Sex in there. Yeah? Oh, yes, it depends no? on who you send on the mixtape to. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And if you're, if you're in prison, you're like, oh, this is all right. So oh, uh, but, We should open some more presents, so let's get a couple out of please. the way here. Okay, um, let's go. Uh, I got some from Eric Miller, but uh, it's not a present. It's a voice message. Uh, All right. That's cool. Let's go ahead and play it here. Hey, this is Eric Miller from the Pods and Sods Network, and I want to congratulate Baco and Luz Cannon on their 200th episode. That's easily like 200 plus, 300 plus hours of content maybe, and definitely like three or four minutes of quality content. Um, but seriously, I'm, you know, congratulations, guys. You're you're bot free. You do great interviews. I love the Michael Sweet, Jeff Tate, Toby Wright talking about Jar of Flies, Sam Hagar. That's that's great fun. Um, I love Baco's concert photos. I think that's maybe when I first really noticed noticed you, Mister Baco. Um, the Chris Cornell photos. I think I sent you a note. Those were those were fantastic. Um, you guys make excellent graphics. 
Your editing is top notch. Um, had the pleasure of meeting you guys at the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo with the, uh, the infamous Jerk Socks. You guys have been super kind. I've listened to every single episode. Uh, I just wish you guys lived closer so there was like a way, I don't know, that, that I could buy you a beer. If, if only there was a way. Maybe you should incorporate that in your show somehow. I don't know. Um, I'm just dreaming here. But uh, seriously, congratulations on your dozens and dozens of downloads. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Jay and Bill Elam because I know they're definitely listening. I love those guys too. Um, jokes aside, you guys are two solid dudes, two good people. I'm deeply honored to call you friends. You know, the the true blessing of this podcast uh, community of ours is is connecting with, with fine folks like you. So congratulations on 200 episodes. Uh, here's wishing for another 200, another 200 and beyond. Love you guys. Oh, man. That was super nice. Yeah. I, I really appreciate everything you said. He busted our balls and also gave us, uh, you know, gave us some props. And I you, mean, know he, you know what he didn't give us, though? What's that? A gift. <laughs> That's true. What a fucking cheap I mean, ass. Hey, thanks I for mean, the voicemail. Uh, yeah, thanks for the voicemail. Is that what he's sending to all his, his love his love <laughs> for Christmas? <laughs> hey, 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 by the way, uh, here's my voicemail. And also, I could buy you a beer and reference that, but I never have. Nor will I. Oh You're going to have this voicemail. I, I, I donated to the human fund in his name. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's my gift to Eric Miller. Oh, that's nice. Uh, no, right. no, but uh, thanks, Eric, for that. Uh, but let's open yeah, some real yeah. gifts, right? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's move on from that guy. Oh, uh, Dave Brewington uh, stepped up to the plate. Uh, he uh, apparently uh, thought a voicemail was uh, a little too, uh, yeah, you know, cheap. Cheap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be the right word. <laughs> so uh, Dave uh, got us both a present here. So uh, do you want me to open mine first or you? <laughs> Please, please. Yeah, open, open up uh, Man of the People Debrews uh, from Blame Your Brother uh, podcast gift. Yes. All right. I'll open the first one. Go ahead. All right. So it's kind of a, I don't know. Again, it looks kind of bookish. Hold on. <laughs> the rap yearbook, the most important rap song from every year since 1979, discussed, debated, and deconstructed. I'm sorry. Uh, that he must. We must have the wrong edition because his book that that I think he likes is uh, from 1998 forward, involving Puff Daddy. <laughs> oh but, my lord! Apparently, I, I, he thinks I'm running out of paper towels and I need something to soak up water with. <laughs> no uh, kidding. Thank oh, you. thank you for that, David. Uh, what, do you, what does he get you? Ooh, I, I definitely know this is an album from The Shape. Hold on. Let me open it. He's not a very creative rapper, is he? No, not at all. Kind of like I mean, Biggie. Ooh, it's the Notorious B.I.G.'s Ready to Die exclusive splatter-colored double album. I'll take things I never listened to for $1,000, Alex. Here we go. Not even good for a Frisbee. No. <laughs> There's one more there. Why don't you open that one? Ooh, thank you. Ah, understanding rap. Explanations <laughs> of confusing rap lyrics that you and your grandma can understand. I actually already, I actually, I'm, no bullshit, I own this this, this, uh, this book. It is hilarious. Oh, then hilarious. I get that copy. Okay, I'll send it to you. I already have this. I read it to my kids every night to go to bed. I'm sensing a theme in his gifts. Uh, yes, I think so too, yes. yes to understand, so this, it's called, uh, just so you understand, it's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. End <laughs> of discussion. 
Dave Brewington from the uh, Blame Your Brother podcast. Definitely check those guys out. Uh, yes, a lot of fun, right. and they have a lot all of fun right. with us. So thank you. All right. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, all right, let's open one more before we go any further. Uh, this is from Christine the Button Queen from Pop, uh, one oh. of Ken Mills' many, 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 many podcasts. Uh, many. Well, it looks like she might have got us the same thing. Their boxes are the same size. Oh, okay. Go you, ahead. You want to meet open my for No. Okay. Hold on. Oh, go ahead. It's a button that says "Happy 200 Episodes." Okay. Ooh, nice. All right. Does she have like a whole manufacturing uh, facility to make all the buttons? Is that her whole thing? Is she working a button, an actual factory? Button. Factory uh, I think queen? it's her cl- uh, a closet in her house. The closet in her house is what a button factory? Yeah. What, is there a uh, pressing plant in her closet? You were actually asking me. Yeah. Obsessing. Have you ever seen how buttons are made? Please tell me. You know those things that like you, you you put meat in and you grind it and you turn it by hand and it turns it into hamburger. Uh huh. It's similar. <laughs> you, so she can make hamburger and make a button for dinner. <laughs> they're not the same thing. All right. Just on. open your present. Okay. Can I open mine? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, looks like the same damn thing. She made this with her hamburger helper. <laughs> All right. She also sent along a voice message. Uh, see Eric Miller? He can send both. Ooh, a present, a present and a voicemail. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's take a listen to what Christine had to tell us. Hey, Baco. Hey, Luce. It's Christine the Button Queen from Zilch and Pop and the Fun Size Show and Podkist, and The Kiss Room, and Cheap Talk, and any other show that the dumbass mind of Ken Mills can think up tomorrow. I made special happy 200th episode buttons for each of you. You know right where you can stick it. See both of you puds at Rockin' Pod 4 this summer. Love you both. Happy 200th. Like Stephen King writes horror If I was a Jew then I'd like Tom Manora I got mums for ya, excuse me senora Are you a horror? Are you a lady? Is it Erica Boyer or Marsha Brady? Let me know hun, the deed'll get done Just us in the position I'll take my rod and then I'll go fishing I'll get your river flowing, I'm always in the knowing It comes to giving pleasure, I'm every woman's treasure I came to work your body, so let me do my job I've never been laid off, my rhyme is still paid off now I'm making records, now I'm making tapes Steady busting suckers in bunches like grapes Making all the pages, scooping up the loot Putting suckers on the run, put my gun in and I shoot I've never been a front, I've never been a fraud I got a natural skill, but I thank the Lord Cause I feel blessed, I'm casually dressed I always got my gun, but I never wear the vest I'm quick on the draw, like the horse named McCoy From the cartoon, boom, shalak, lock, boom, shalak, lock, boom Cause I'm the 55 Cadillac King 
Big Crime Styles, my claim to fame. The House of Pains, the name of my clique. You can't bend down, pump, get off my. You make me sick, like strawberry quick. Your style is whack, you ain't the Mac. So yo, step back, get off the crack, and sing a new tune like Boom Shalak, Lock, Boom. Boom Shalak, Lock, Boom. Throughout this episode, obviously the theme is why is music important to us? Mm-hmm. What has it played into our, the, the, our lives in general? Everything from parties, social gatherings, and while we have absolutely nothing in common except for one thing, we are both married. Mm. What role did music play in your actual wedding? Oh boy, uh, that's kind of a loaded question. I mean, the, the, there's the I mean, the lead up counts, right? Uh, what do you mean the lead up? I mean it's not just the, mi- the wedding. You talking about you talking about the mixtapes? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, kind of. <laughs> all right. Um, well first of all, I met my wife at a Jesus Christ show. Ooh, so th- groupie. Th- yeah, exactly. I met her at a, a G- Jesus Christ show, but we actually didn't actually Oh, I think we didn't start dating until a few years later. Um, but that was uh, kind of the, the the first step. I, it, without the meeting, there's nothing, right? Early in the relationship, when we were kind of, I was still courting her, and we were still at that 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 just before that stage of deciding is this serious or not serious, is that the song "Roll with the Changes" came on uh, the radio at work, and it, the lyrics. Uh, reminded me a lot of what was happening with 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 her personal life and and whether or not you know what what she should be doing and 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 i sent that i actually wrote the lyrics down by hand and mailed it to her um so that was kind of a a romantic moment for me that's 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 the closest i I get to a mixtape with with my wife amy um Shortly after that, she we, 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 we took things kind of to the next level as a relationship-wise, and she moved in with me. Um, but but uh, then music, she, we, we're very kindred spirits. Um, but she likes a lot of the stuff I like musically, but she likes a lot of shit that I can't fucking stand. But I think the greatest thing about her, and the, the, the first time in my life when I was in a serious relationship where I started thinking I actually might want to marry this person, was the idea that, like, she actually would talk kind of like you and I do sometimes about music, and we would debate, and it didn't seem to matter. Like it was just fun, and the idea that I could have fun talking about music with someone for the rest of my life really appealed to me, and that that was a big part of it. And when we did get married in Vegas, I've talked about it on the show that Danzig, one of the, one of my top five or ten, uh, you know, artists of all time. He was kind of like our wedding band because he played the night before our wedding. Um, but when we did get married by Dracula on Halloween, um, <laughs> the the playout song, I remember I told you about that letter, was Roll With The Changes, and they cued it up perfectly. Like, I now pronounce you man and wife. 
And uh, so, yeah, and, and honestly, music's been a big part of everything we've done ever since. She goes to concerts with me. Um, we we listen to music all the time. She's actually started buying some vinyl, and uh, she'll bring it home, and she'll want to throw it on the little turntable and play it. Uh, but uh, she's just, uh, she's the the better half of me. Uh, she is perfect. Uh, but music it was definitely instrumental in every decision I've made regarding uh, <laughs> my wife. So she's all, she was also supportive of everything, including what we're doing right now. Which is impressive. Yeah. That last part is impressive, being supportive of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it's a beautiful story, man. Uh, the... Uh, well, let me I kick it to, to you. Like, uh, you, you, like you obviously set this up for a reason. I mean, uh, what uh, <laughs> music's pretty much part of every moment of your life. It seems like. So, how, what about your wedding? Yes. So, I'm going to take the other aspect. And my, uh, th- that story was beautiful. Mine is going. In, <laughs> oh, in, of course. <laughs> my mine is going to an obsessive compulsive. Every single thing needs to be mapped out for 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 uh, uh, social gatherings. So my my part is is that. We're planning for like you went to Vegas and got married by Dracula and things like that. <laughs> my whole thing was that I I refused, and this is before even I met my wife. I said like, I am sick of going to weddings that have DJs. Like I've been to people who say like, oh, I don't even care if they they, they play. I'm like, if I'm going the Adam to Adam Sandler movie, the wedding singer really affected you, didn't it? It really did. Like I said, <laughs> I said if I'm getting married, I'm getting a band, and I'm not getting a wedding band. I'm not getting a wedding singer. Where we lived at the time, I actually scouted for like six months like a maniac bar bands, going to Irish pubs, going to all these kind of things, and hiring an, a band that I knew it could play every single thing I want. I programmed these motherfuckers like like a jukebox. I, I gave them – I saw their set list on their site. I said, these these are like the 300 songs we play. I said, this is the order. This is the set list you play. This is the order you play. Can you give me and, like uh, five songs that you – do you recall or – Oh, it's uh, uh, well. Basically, I just um, it's like had white them play. snake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I just still had, the night. I, I, want, I, did, I want Rainbow no. of the Dark by Dio. <laughs> I know. I did. I did. I made. A, I, I did make uh, 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 a concession where they it was they played three sets. It was a long, uh, a long reception. They played three sets in between. We had like dance music in between. And stuff like that, but they would play it for like forty-five minutes. But one of the things uh, uh, I'm not sure if you knew that they had a, their third set was nothing but "Rolling with the Changes," but different versions of it. They would play "Rolling with the Changes," <laughs> then they play an acoustic version. They played, you know, like a ska version, but it was all that. Oh, nice. I don't know. If, we've nice. never made that connection before. That was our song too. Just so you know. <laughs> but 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 uh, as soon but as you're ready, loose, I am able. <laughs> but we had also like like we did, you know. Uh, if if you had the wedding party and they they get brought out first before the actual bride and groom walk out too for that sure. part of it, I had like uh, the theme the main down the like a Kill Bill thing for for yeah, that part. Yeah, nice. And then we came out of course to na 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 na. We came out to welcome the jungle Ooh. because come on, that that's a great intro. Uh, listen, if you can play it every kickoff at the, at the NFL, you can play it in my fucking wedding. So it was that kind of stuff, but everything was calculated to the point where it, even the the uh, uh, dinner I had like a playlist that was that was curated with songs that were that had rock elements, but at least were chill enough to when everybody was was eating dinner for that part too. So my point is to the point of obsession, music has played a big part of my life, and that was that was an, obviously one of the most important nights of my life. So 
So, but that's my whole thing is that that is how it trickles down to all these different aspects. I don't have a beautiful story like you did for that part, but I'm talking about from another end of just sure. what the fuck is my problem? <laughs> I mean, every single thing. I'm like, at this point, this is going to happen. Now, was that the the one thing your wife let you have, and then she she dictated every other detail <laughs> for the night? Yeah. Um, it, it was actually, I'll, I'll just go with that for for the for the show's sake. Keel, the metal cowboy from the Ron Keel band, 
Steeler Keel, blah, 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 reporting in live from the hot tub on this epic 200th episode of the Cobras and Fire podcast. Congratulations, guys, on your bicentennial edition of the show. You know, 200 is a lot. 200 degrees here in the hot tub, it'll, it'll cook me like a lobster. And 200 shots of whiskey will definitely kill you. 200 calories isn't very much, though, and 200 bucks doesn't go far these days. But 200 episodes of the Cobras and Fire podcast, now that is worth celebrating. Thanks, guys, for choosing our Fight Like a Band album as one of your top five albums of the year. For all the great entertainment and good times, cheers on your 200th episode, and here's to many more. Live the rock! Wow! Okay, I do have one kind of short wedding story that's not related to my uh, mine or your marriage, but my sister got married when I was 15, and she had a DJ. Hey, maybe this maybe this adds some credence to your argument that you only get a band, not a DJ, right? I I spent the entire night, you know, like I said, I was 15. I was into music, and I befriended the DJ. I actually convinced this idiot to let me DJ while he took, like, a 10-minute cigarette break, right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> you can call my sister. You can tell her. She'll back this up. The first song I played was Eruption from Van Halen. <laughs> Dude was back right away, and I was not playing any more songs. So you got 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think he let an eruption finish. I don't think he got out the door. He was going to go out the door, like walk through the, the building to the door to have a cigarette. And I don't think he was gone before he came back. That's great. I'll oh. tell you another thing, too. The only thing I told you that, of that story, since we joke around a lot, that, yeah. entire, that entire breakdown of that night, the only thing that's a joke is that that third set was uh, the, the rolling with the changes. But to the point where I'll tell you this much. You walked the, out that, to... Oh, yeah, I did. All that stuff is true. But the fact is, is that that of those three sets, they, on the third set, the reality is they actually started go, deviating from my set list that I gave them. They, they've started playing shit I didn't like. First off, I pulled the singer aside. They kept doing it. I shorted them $300 that night. Ooh. Do not fuck with my set list. That's the theme. Not on That's your wedding day, man. No, man. Come on. Anyway, weddings and funerals, buddy. Uh, yeah, let's wrap up. We have we have a bunch of presents to open. Let's let's, let's, let's get let's, through Let's these, bust out right? these presents and, and get out of here. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. Well, let's start with Todd Cunningham's <laughs> gift. He's got us, he got us each one, and he got a card for the both of us. Why don't you open the card? Sure. It says, I wanted to buy you two books I think you would like to read. You woe how to read, right? Ha, ha, ha. I do like to read if it's if it's proper grammar, Todd. <laughs> I'll cut on some slack. All right, well, let me open my present here. It's a book. Again, do we come off as readers? I guess, uh, uh, We got a lot of uh, books today. It does seem that way, yes. Huh. All right, well, um, I thought... If, Purge them! If I, if I was in... A, I, hopefully yours is an e-book. Uh, <laughs> No encore. Musicians reveal their weirdest, wildest, most embarrassing gigs. Thanks, Todd. Ooh. Thank you. Thank you. Can I open mine? Yeah, go for it. 
I see. It's uh, Dirty Rocker Boys by famed author Bobby Brown. An uncensored Hollywood tell-all filled with explicit tales of love, sex, and revenge from the video vixen made famous by Warren's rock anthem, <laughs> Cherry Pie. Also comes with a free STD. That's a hell of a second title, too. It uh, is. I mean, my God. Are there pictures? Uh, just the centerfold. Uh, you want to trade? That's fine. Uh, the subtitle is just called Spank Bank. That's a much, t- much tighter title than that I just went through. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you give yourself cl- chlamydia? <laughs> I think you might be able to. I don't know. Our next gift. Oh, boy. we get, This comes from the Podfather. Um, Ken Mills. Uh, uh, I'll open this card. Hold on. Uh, it says. Please. Hold on. As it is the holiday season, I have to wish Luce and Baco happiest of holidays this in all seasons <laughs> he's so eloquent isn't he <laughs> thank god we have thanksgiving this year since there was a war on thanksgiving Whew. we sure did dodge a bullet <laughs> god damn it anyway congratulations on recording 200 episodes what a milestone it's an amazing thing it's amazing to think you did that many and amazing to think anyone listens to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the, what the hell does that mean, Ken? Uh, just kidding. Oh, there we go. Okay, now I'm back. Glad to know you guys. Here's to another 800 episodes. I think Ken's going to be in a retirement it. home with us. He's going to be. <laughs> he's going to have his own the Podfather wing. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, also, he's got this little package. It's got both their names on it. Hold on here. He got us each a value pack of gym socks. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Well, th- well, thank you very much, Ken. Uh, see, Eric Miller, you could have just got us a box of socks. It's Even that's better. Better, <laughs> better than nothing, right? Yes. Well, we really do appreciate the, uh, the, the sentiment of the voicemail. Sure, but sentiments can also be deleted. <laughs> exactly. But socks are... Well, they're not well, forever, but they're definitely not forever. They're they're basically a good weekend for me. <laughs> Use once and destroy. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Once they can hold their own weight, uh, get rid of them. So. Oh God, it's a little much. <laughs> I was just going for subtlety. We have one gift left. This comes from uh, our friend over at Decibel Geek, Aaron Camaro. Uh, super cool guy. Ooh. Drives a Camaro. Um, it's it's <laughs> it's addressed to both of us, but it's in one box. You uh, uh, you mind if I open this one? Please. All right, uh, so let's get it open here. Let's see. Ooh, what? Uh, <laughs> well, these are a matching set, so one for you and one for me. It looks like uh, right. of detachable Steve Miller balls. Uh, he's oh, nice. he's got a little note. Okay. That's, he basically has a post-it that he put on there. He says you can quickly attach them whenever you need to not be intimidated. Perfect for confrontations with overly jubilant Green Bay Packer fans or disgusted <laughs> witch witch managers and self-important Hall of Fame ceremony organizers. I and, love it. That's an entire box of inside jokes. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Hold on. There's a card too. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, this is Merry Christmas. I wouldn't have considered myself a huge Steve Miller fan, but after hearing his vulgar display of testicles on your Hall of Fame episode, <laughs> my respect for him grew so much that I started checking out deeper cuts. I found some good stuff that I never knew existed. Thanks, dudes. Merry Christmas. Well, thank you, Eric Camaro. It. 
Yeah, I mean, come on. Vulgar dis- display of testicles? That's definitely going to be an album title. Yeah. <laughs> definitely going to be our next the name of our next Pantera episode, right? Uh, yeah, sure. We'll get right on that. Okay. All right, now we got a couple more of these a little bit outside the box, though. This one is from LaFons. Uh, let's see what he got us. Uh, people go back and listen to the last episode for a little update on on our relationship with uh, Lafonzi. Hey, got here. It is a framed cease and desist order. Thank you very much. Wow. Well yeah. done. Is it say it also is uh, signed by SoundCloud in the bottom? Of the yeah, it probably is. I'm gonna mount that down here in uh, Cobra Studio North. All Do right. Well, can you mind getting a copy of that? Because I do want some one of my studio too to look at. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I'll make sure. I'll you know I'll take it down to Kinko's tomorrow and uh, get it framed and send your way. So uh, why don't you open this next one? It's got your name on it. So it's from Ooh, yes. uh, who is it from? Let's take a look here. All right. Ooh, it says uh, it says it's from which witch to loose. Here we go. Here we are. Oh, I'm not sure if this is a hint or not, but it's just it's just a. A Subway gift card for a thousand dollars. Hmm. All right. Well, that seems subtle. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have one here from the Imagine Dragons for me. Let's see what we got here. Who <laughs> knew? Imagine Dragons sending you gifts. Oh, just a pair of earplugs. <laughs> must be for when I'm attending their shows, I guess. Uh, but, hey, if you don't like it, don't listen, right? That's what we say. <laughs> that must be what they're telling me. They actually uh, give those to all their, their concert uh, attendees. And that last one looks like it's for you, Luz. Ooh, it says, from Mankini. Nice. All right. Hmm. Straight from That's kind of surprising. Let's see. You could, like, look here. The Windy City. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Detroit is the Windy City. Yeah. Okay. That's for you, Stephen Michael. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, look at this. It's an untuck it shirt. Mm, nice. That doesn't like seem it. like something you would get from him, but uh, apparently. Well, he, it's not for him. It's oh, for us. Hey, I, I stand corrected. Yeah, he's a uh, giver. Well, Luce, uh I, I would like to say Merry Christmas to you. Uh, 200 episodes, and uh, we're, uh, we're wrapping up the year here. Uh, any special plans for Christmas this year? Yes, uh, to spend more money than I earn and uh, pay it off the following two months. What about you? Yeah, something very similar. So I'm basically, this time of year, I'm, I'm, I'm told what to do and where to go. So that's my plan right. for the rest Excellent. of the month. So, How do you want to end this ride, this, this ride of 200 episodes? We're coming into the... You know, we're coming. To the, our stop is coming up here. It's near the end. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's been difficult uh, to to get through it all with all the emotions and and, and whatnot. But uh, thank you first. <laughs> first of yeah. all, thank you to all the listeners who who check in and every week uh, and have you know helped us grow as as we've gone. It's it's definitely helped keep us motivated. Uh, you know to continue to do it but uh also uh you know thank you to uh everybody who chimed uh, helped out and chimed in on this episode you know with uh voicemails christmas gifts all that kind of stuff it's a lot of fun uh, and we'll be back next year in 2020 with uh, all new content but lastly and then then i'll turn it over to you loose i did mention at the beginning that you needed to grab a box of kleenex because i was going to you know give you a very heartfelt statement and uh you know you're probably gonna well up a little bit here um but, but when i was thinking about when we're prepping for this episode, I was thinking back to you know when you actually first reached out to me, and and 
now that I've gotten to know you since that time, I realize how unlikely things are that they timed up and actually worked for us. Because really, you are a person who acts very quickly on, on a thought, but it, but when you don't, you move on very quickly, too, and it's basically gone. You know what I mean? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so. But once I but once I act on that thought, I fucking work that thought. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, doubting your commitment. I'm just saying you move very fast oh, yeah. in, in your head mentally. I guarantee a lot of people have gotten messages from you and then no follow up over the last two years. Sorry, I'm sure probably your whole life, your, your lifelong friends might know better. But uh, oh yeah, there is a pattern. But uh, since we're patting ourselves on the back today and uh, congratulating ourselves for 200 to say, I just wanted to take a second to say thank you to you. I have really enjoyed all this. I'm glad you reached out to me. I'm glad to have gotten to know you. I do appreciate our friendship, and uh, I, I, I look forward to continuing to do this as long as we feel like it. So uh, thank you for that moment in 2015 for, re- for reading my article and going, you know what, I want to do a podcast with this Danko Jones loving idiot. So. <laughs> Is that actually the tearjerker? That's it, man. If that uh, that's it, that's all you got. Uh, (laughs) I I oversold it, huh? (laughs) You definitely oversold that. That just sounds like something you say for somebody you just met a little bit when you're giving a congratulations speech for uh, exceeding goals for the quarter. Oh yeah, come on. Uh, I do consider you a close friend. I appreciate all the off-air stuff we talk about. uh, um, uh, it, It means a lot to me. Well, yeah, I gotta say something to you now. Sure, whatever. Okay, I'll tell you this much. It is people like you, Baco, and the podcast community in general, but I'll be more specific to you, that lets me know that I may be crazy to know this much useless crap about bands and in general music and this obsess and just just overall obsession. But the fact that there are not is not just someone like you out there, but our listeners mm-hmm. that care about this crap too and find it amusing. And keep turning in and, and more keep t- tuning in every week. It keeps me motivated. It makes me proud to be an American. America. America. All right, so easy. Why do you act so hard? I don't care about where we've been. I care about where we are. Come on, baby. Don't you know you're not coming clean? Come down, pet the dog. How do you get so mad? Fake it. Yellow fang, no teeth.
That's fucking genius. Exactly. If he knows the Zodiac sign. So, so can I... <laughs> Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Bedfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BedfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 